Welcome to Cases and Controversies, a Supreme Court podcast by Bloomberg Law. I'm Jordan Rubin. And I'm Kimberly Robinson. This is your sneak peek for the week of March 2nd. We have a lot of big cases coming up this week, including in the realm of immigration, finance, and abortion. Kimberly, can you kick us off? Well, sure. The court's going to start off with Nasrallah versus Barr. This is one of several immigration cases that the court is going to tackle this term. And the issue here is whether courts can review certain claims under the Hague Convention Against Torture. So that convention, uh, known as CAT, generally prohibits countries from returning an individual back to a country where they are more likely than not to be tortured. But whether federal courts can actually review denials of relief under CAT is a little bit hazy. So federal law specifically allows for judicial review of CAT claims, but there's another federal law that says, regardless of any other legal provision, courts cannot review questions on fact underlying a final order of removal. So here, former lawful permanent resident Nasrallah claims that he will be targeted by groups like Hezbollah and ISIS if he's returned back to his native Lebanon. The immigration judge agreed and granted him cat relief, but the Board of Immigration Appeals reversed that decision. So the 11th Circuit ruled that it didn't have jurisdiction to review the BIA's factual findings. And it's one of several circuits to have held. But there are two circuits uh, going the other way. So there have been a lot of attempts to get this issue before the court to resolve that big circuit split. um, But the justices finally agreed to take it on. The second case also deals with immigration, specifically the government's ability to quickly deport undocumented immigrants after their asylum bids are rejected. The Trump administration is appealing a Ninth Circuit ruling that cited the Constitution's suspension clause in saying that undocumented immigrants have the right to make their asylum case to a federal judge prior to deportation. At issue is expedited removal, which applies to thousands of people arrested every year within 100 miles of the border, less than two weeks after crossing and being deemed by immigration officials to lack a credible fear of persecution in their home countries. Under the expedited removal system, asylum officers make initial determinations whether people face credible fears of persecution. If not, then a supervisor reviews the case and the asylum seeker can then get to make the case in front of a homeland security immigration judge as opposed to a regular federal judge. Uh, The Trump administration says the Ninth Circuit ruling in the case of a Sri Lankan man claiming he'd face persecution at home as an ethnic minority imposes too great a burden on the immigration system. The government says that immigrants have no constitutional rights in these situations, and we'll see if the Supreme Court agrees. So on to Tuesday, when the court will hear CELA Law versus the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And this case could take down the new Consumer Protection Bureau that was set up in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis. The question here is whether the CFPB's leadership structure violates separation of powers because it prohibits the president from removing the sole director except for cause. Now, the argument is that it hamstrings the president's ability to control the executive branch. And the Trump administration actually agrees that the structure of the CFPB is unconstitutional. So the court has appointed uh, Paul Clement to argue as an amicus in favor of the agency's constitutionality. But there's another question for the justices. If the structure is unconstitutional, what should the court do about it? So CELA law argues that the whole statute and thus the CFPB itself should fall. But the Trump administration says that the unconstitutional structure can be severed from the rest of the statute. And there's a lot of interest in how the court resolves that last question 
uh, in part because it has implications for a challenge to the entire Affordable Care Act, known as Obamacare, uh, that the justices seem destined to eventually take on. The second case on Tuesday is also a financial case. It's an important securities dispute that could further cut back on the SEC's ability to go after financial wrongdoing. And keeping with the week's theme, it actually has sort of an immigration angle, too. At issue is something called disgorgement, an important tool that the SEC uses to make violators fork up their profits from unlawful activity. In a 2017 case called Kokesh, the Supreme Court said disgorgement functions as a penalty, meaning that seeking it is subject to a five-year statute of limitations. But the court in that case left open the question whether federal courts can order disgorgement at all as a civil remedy. And the justices are taking that question on in this case. And this case centers on Charles Liu, who ran an investment fund that got money from Chinese investors seeking to qualify for immigrant visas to the U.S. by investing in businesses here. Liu and his wife said that they'd used the millions of dollars that they got to build a cancer treatment center, but they transferred the money to their personal bank accounts. It was a massive fraud, as the government put it. And the SEC sued, and a court ordered millions of dollars in disgorgement in federal court. Uh, but the justices took the couple's appeal, and now the court could further curtail the SEC's ability to seek disgorgement, in this case with a lot of money and the SEC's enforcement power at stake. Well, the last case that the justices will hear is on Wednesday. They're just hearing one, and it's in the long-awaited abortion case, June Medical Services versus Russo. It's the court's first abortion case since President Trump's nominees were confirmed to the bench. And at issue is a Louisiana law that requires abortion doctors to get admitting privileges at local hospitals. So does that sound familiar, Jordan? It sounds very familiar. I was actually having some deja vu. Wasn't there a... What was that case called? Whole Women's Health? Whole Women's Health. So in 2016, the Supreme Court struck down a substantially similar Texas law in Whole Women's Health, and the court ruled 5-3 that the purported safety benefits of requiring abortion doctors to have admitting privileges was a solution in search of a problem, given that abortions are already extremely safe procedures. But getting admitting privileges is extremely difficult for abortion doctors, in part because they don't admit enough patients to hospitals because, well, abortions are safe. So uh, the court held that that would close most clinics in Texas and that given the little to no benefit of the law, the Supreme Court said the burdens were unconstitutional. But the Fifth Circuit upheld a nearly identical Louisiana law, despite the Supreme Court's earlier ruling, saying that the effects of the law were different in Louisiana than they would have been in Texas. So there's been a lot of change in the personnel on the court, though. Mm -hmm. So when the clinic who is challenging the law uh, asked the Supreme Court to put the law on hold while it appealed to uh, the Supreme Court, and the justices agreed to do that in a five to four decision with Chief Justice Roberts actually joining the court's liberals this time. So as in many cases this term, all eyes will be on Chief Justice Roberts to see how he'll vote, whether or not he'll hold, uphold the court's 2016 precedent or if he'll find a way to distinguish the two cases. Well, that does it for this week. Make sure to tune in for our next episode, taking a deep dive in recapping the just completed sitting with all of these cases. But in the meantime, check out the latest at news.bloomberglaw.com. Thanks for listening. Hi there. I'm Amanda Icone, co-host of Talking Tax. Each week, we dig into the biggest tax and financial accounting challenges and opportunities from policy to on-the-ground realities. We bring you corporate leaders, accountants, and industry insiders. 
you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. For more, check us out on news.bloombergtax.com.